Halo. Oh, dada. Okay. Hello. 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 <laughs> Classic Auntie Tanitha. Can't work technology. Honestly, Savannethel. It was so difficult finding all of those buttons to press. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Maybe you got your reading glasses out. Really oh, that's to... it. I needed my reading glasses, but I left them on the side table next to my dentures. <laughs> Your dentures are just in the. I'm not. I'm never going to go down this line. Um, <laughs> hello, everyone, and welcome to special. Yeah, um, This is a fun one, actually. I'm excited for this. Yeah, the questions seem to be decent. We can really like dig in and like use our minds from our combined 20 years experience of life to really like 20 40 we both 10 <laughs> come on Savannah. maybe with our <laughs> well that is true yeah that's sorry. true <laughs> that's that's my second simple maths mistake like yesterday I was watching football and I worked out that there was half an hour left of the match but it was on like minute 68 so I was just very wrong yeah. Um, yeah, it was Anyway. And you call yourself a nasty. Um, I do, but to be fair, I never claim to be good at maths. That is also true. I can confirm. Yeah. yeah. Well, hopefully there won't be any maths problems sent in. Oh, I hope not. Can you imagine? <laughs> I hate that person. They would just get the wrong uh, answer. Yeah, and if that's their like biggest problem, then like. <laughs> They're doing Fair well. Yeah. Should we start? I'm actually really excited. I would love to. Okay. So let's go. Should we just go right to the beginning, question one, and go from person to person? Sounds like a plan. Okay. Um, would you like to ask the first question or shall I? Um, why don't you go for it for, to start with? Start with Savanethel. Yes. Good morning. I mean, depends when you're listening to this. Um, for us, this evening. Um, yes, so this is person number one. They've only asked one question and they have asked, I haven't been asked to be on your podcast yet. Am I inherently a dull person? A very interesting and deep question there, I think. A good one to kick off with as well, because mm. I know lots of people are yeah. very jealous of being guests on the podcast. You know, it's a very coveted position. Yes. Um, and I have to say that no does not mean you're inherently dull at all. Uh, justify, justify. Well, you see, we we are very popular people, and you know, we've got lots of people <laughs> to get through and to invite on our podcast, yeah. and limiting ourselves to one podcast a week, you know, we just can't get through everyone. And especially with a certain idea that making it boy, girl, boy, girl would be a good idea. You know what? We've got to have that balance. We've got to have that balance. (laughs) It does also limit uh, our inviting capacity. So maybe it's just that at the time, it just wasn't the right week for you. So there you go. I didn't know. That's a very diplomatic well, answer. Well, this is the thing. I didn't know whether to go to 
diplomatic or whether to go savage. So I, I aired on the just in case. Mm. I can offer you a savage answer as well if you wish, or I'll leave the savagery to you. Well, I, I'm I was going down the savage route anyway, but I'd love to hear Tarn's savagery. <laughs> I was going to say, no, it doesn't mean you're inherently dull. It just means you're slightly more dull than the person we picked instead. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, here is Auntie Savannah Thule's, um yes. opinion. Please do. I'd say I'd say inherently dull is quite quite harsh because that implies that like you are dull you have always been dull and there's even if you try to better yourself you will never get there yeah you are inherently dull um yeah now I just don't think that's true but we've had quite a lot of guests by now right we, we've had like, like 15 yeah or so and do we have that many friends hmm well it depends no. You succeeded in your first year goals of obtaining 10 to 15 more friends. So you keep on bringing up that quote <laughs> I made, but I just don't remember making it. I love it so much. It's just so Savannah. It's just like such a you thing to say. <laughs> but it, it did happen. So a very me thing to say because I'm the oracle. You are. You are. The giver of advice. The answer of question. Yes. Yes. Liberate. That should be our tagline. Yeah. Um, so overall, in answer to your question, person number one, uh, you're probably not inherently dull, but I'd say there's a good like 95% chance that you just are dull. <laughs> this sounds so mean. I'm sorry, person yeah. one. I'm sorry that <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Let's swiftly move on to person number two who's given us three questions. So, Tan, take it away. Uh, question one for you, Aunt Ethel. Which auntie you, yes. would win in a fight? Well, um, Tarnatha and I have had many a discussion where we disagree about something and one of us ends up saying, fight I me. And yeah I wonder um and I think we did have an, a debate on who would win and it ended up being quite violent with using our respective sports to like decapitate each other um yeah we did maybe I can dig up the screenshots but I don't know what the conclusion was I'm hoping it would be me but do you have any thoughts it's an interesting question actually and one I have thought about much because I, I, you know, I have thought, you know, if all things go wrong in I Staircase and Savanetho actually flips switch and goes AWOL, I'm going to need to shut that down. And so I have considered whether I would be able to do that and protect my fellow residents of I Staircase. And actually, I, I think I would for, for these very few points. Firstly, I know where we keep the sharp knives and the frying pans i'm sorry <laughs> is there another stash apart from in the <laughs> well this i will never tell you in case you go a one gosh and number two i think when push comes to shove yes you would heaven knows you'd play dirty from those like screenshots you sent me but 
I think, I think, you know, I might just be able to play slightly. But we will never know until mm. we try. Interesting. So I think the resolution to that, if we were true like Agony Aunts, we'd test it out. And so everyone, the, the second day we get back, big fight, Tarnatha versus Savannah Ethel. Yeah. No rules. There you go. No rules. Um, nice. Yep. Good stuff. Cool. Right, question two from person two. How to ensure I live to old age like you aunties? Ooh. See, you see lots of things out there about age boosting and how to get rid of wrinkles and all that kind of thing. And, you know, lots of them say exercise regularly, drink lots of water, go to bed at a reasonable hour poppycock i think you know <laughs> that we have the right old age of 20 years old i think the only way to do it mm. and to do it well is to stay up until 2am play lots of sports that cause you to go on lots of socials in which you damage your legs and feet and drink sensibly but drink there you go that's my yeah we want that high levels of uh hdl am i right yeah you're right very right yeah, yeah there you go yeah that's how you live to 20 so you live to 20 <laughs> maybe not for much longer but like 20 solid there you go that's where it's at uh, so i i love reading about um historical figures and I follow, recently I started following on Facebook a page about like historical royal women. And like every day, a few times they, they post um, pictures of historical royal women and they give like a quick summary of their lives. And usually it's like who they were, like where they ruled over, uh, who they married, if they married, and how many children they had, if they had children, and etc. Yeah. Um, and and one of them died like died at the age of twenty one, I think. Yeah. And had had given birth seven times. So point is, you can have a very rich and fulfilling life <laughs> if if that's what fulfilling is. Um, by by our age. There you go. So no need. No need. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and it's better for the planet. In a way, no, wow. just get that reproduction. With there you go, heard it here first, kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, incredible. And question three. Question three from person two is, what is life? Wow, wow. What is life? Um, well, I have a book called what is life i actually. also have said book do you yeah i actually do. do do you actually do you have the book by schrodinger oh i i don't know if it's the schrodinger one i've got a book called what is life that's about the um the transition from chemistry to biology and where it happens and how atoms then form living beings and at what stage etc i don't know if it's that one no, it's it's definitely not. Well, um, well we can answer it's a perspective. There you go. What's your 
Yeah, there we go. Well, it's not my perspective, it's Schrodinger's perspective. So obviously he's a physicist. Um, and I got the book when, like, around the time of writing my personal statement, mm. two years ago. And it's like written transcript kind of thing of what he said in a series of lectures he did at Trinity in Dublin. Oh, wow. um, talking about what is life in, like, the physics point of view. So this was done in the, I want to say 40s, like, 30s or 40s or something like well well before they knew anything about DNA there was a lot about like for the genetic information to be um like what the genetic information had to be like so that like stuff like evolution could happen and it was really really interesting also like really really like deep and beautifully written and it actually has my favorite quote in or like general idea which like I really really love what's um which it I'll paraphrase because it's like very, very convoluted way of answering. Yeah. But but basically it says like there are two things which are like mind blowing to me. One is like the way we live, like how we're able to be alive and like how incredible it is that that happens in the first place. And the second one, which is even more incredible, is how humans have like are actually able to conceive how that happens and like how we've been able to research and understand how we're alive. Mm. Um, so I just thought that was very deep and beautiful. Wow, that is deep and beautiful. Yeah, it's a lovely book. So do read it. It's really short because it's like it's transcript. Yeah. Book. Not transcript, but like very, very complicated, but like really No, that sounds amazing. Wow. There you yeah. go. Keep yeah. What's your What Is Life book about, Tan? So my What Is Life, what is Life book is basically, it's exploring the idea that the concept of life is a really complex one and how to exactly I mean I haven't read it all yet so I'm kind of jumping to conclusions I guess but from what I've gathered so far the kind of concept of the what is life book is that difficult to kind of explain where atoms and building blocks ends and where life truly begins like at which stage because you kind of go from like you know quarks then you go protons neutrons electrons then you go atoms and then you go compounds and then you go you know molecules and then it kind of builds up and up and up and then it's at what point does a bundle of proteins and some carbohydrates and some random elements become life as we know it and how we view life so I guess hmm. this is quite, like, it must be quite tangled in with, you know, certain other ideologies and things, like, at what point is, you know, killing a butterfly wrong, or, like, is it worse to experiment on mice than it is on worms, and, like, that kind of thing. So, you know, that's always been something that's really intrigued me and interested me and got me thinking a lot as well, because it does expand on a lot of arguments that you can apply to life. And I did a project on animal experimentation in school. And it's like, at what point does that become okay? And at what point does it not? And it's all quite a difficult topic. But I thought this book might be able to kind of shed a bit of light on that and yeah, explain a few fun things did it 
Well, I haven't finished it yet, so I'm hoping so. Oh, <laughs> come on, Tom. We need answers. Oh, I... This is agony arts. We know all. We do know all, except the contents of this one book. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. But it's going to be such a fascinating book to read, and I'm, like, genuinely so excited. But, like, I've got... I'm excited to hear the rest of it. Yeah. Maybe we should have a special podcast where you just tell us what happens. <laughs> I would gladly do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many science books that I just haven't been able to crack into because I haven't had time and I just need to just sit there and do it like I just need to read them because mm. there's so I've got a book on consciousness I need to read. that is fascinating that... mm. one of my friends um at school did an EPQ on the self and what it meant to be the self and what we perceive as the self and stuff and like different ideologies around it and he did a because we had a podcast at school for our biology discussion group and Hmm. like he did a podcast edition on his EPQ and we all kind of sat around and discussed it and stuff that he was thinking about and looking into was just incredible like you would have loved it yeah that's amazing also the fact that you had a science like a podcast (laughs) and a discussion group it's just so far beyond anything we had we just had a really really keen biology teacher that just absolutely lived for biology and like he used to like plan all of these crazy things and do all these crazy things and like it was honestly he is part of the reason why I love science so much like major inspo from him oh yeah very very lucky very lucky awesome vibes on the is4 awesome content Awesome content only until this next question. Actually, this next question isn't so bad. So we're on to person number three. We've got to keep the pace up. There's so many questions to answer. Okay. Question. Okay. We can quick fire through this one, I feel. Yeah. Uh, Q1. I have run out of lockdown hobbies, in quotation marks, aka Netflix series. What should I do to fill the time? Tom. Get lost in the woods. Mm. That'll kill a few hours. <laughs> Is it purely to kill time or to like like better yourself, like enjoy your time? I, I'd argue that's both, you know. Wander Interesting. into the woods with only some food and some water and maybe a sleeping bag if you're feeling particularly bougie. And then amble around for a bit, make a few left turns, make a few right turns, spin around in a circle until you're dizzy and then see where life takes you. I think it'll be a very, very character building experience okay okay yeah sure yeah 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 um for those of us who don't live near a woods which is accessible like those stuck in london true um i'd say firstly there's no way you've actually run out of every single netflix series (laughs) that exists like get a grip there are so many um (laughs) Like expand to films, don't just stick to series. Um, but if you want to like get your face away from screens, I suggest I don't know. I, I can write a play. Ah, write a play. A valiant hobby. Takes up many hours. It's very enjoyable. You see your will. Not against your will. Because <laughs> with your will, I can exactly run up to Norfolk, put a gun to your head, be like Tarn play one of the characters in my play oh dear 
um, yeah, write a play. Maybe you'll get put on in Cambridge and maybe you'll feel like really validated. So if you do badly in your degree, it doesn't matter because you put on a play, you know? It's great advice. I'd take yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Question two. I have some leftover vegetables I want to bake into a cake. Any advice? Well, thank you for asking a very targeted question, <laughs> young young one. Um, I don't know why they're leftover vegetables. I think you'll find that when I made my beetroot cake, um, we explicitly bought the beetroot to be put into this cake. So it wasn't leftover, <laughs> quite the opposite. It was <laughs> bought for vegetables. So I don't really have any advice for leftover vegetables. Um, find a recipe online, beetroot works. Made a chocolate and chilli cake. Um, did not taste of chilies, so put more chilies in. I give that advice. Um, spinach cake, also nice. Um, it's very light, so... I wouldn't expect... Yeah. You wouldn't expect what? I wouldn't expect a spinach cake to be light. It was. It was also very sweet, and it was a very lovely green colour, like a really like, lovely colour of mould, you know? Oh, yes, definitely. You do want that, that appetizing colour. Coloured cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to make a rainbow cake, but every layer made out of um, a different fruit or vegetable. So I've got, like, beetroot cake for the red. It's delicious. Beetroot cake is the best cake I've made this holiday. It's amazing. amazing. Um, I want to make a... You can do a carrot cake, a bit classic. Yeah. Lemon cake for yellow. Mm. Spinach for green. Blue blueberries, but it doesn't really bleed, so it wouldn't be very, I don't know. You could mash it up and mix it into the batter. Yeah, it's also quite expensive. Oh, I made an Earl Grey tea cake, I think I told With you. Organelles. With organelles. With organelles, <laughs> yeah, my phone corrected it to organelles instead of oranges, <laughs> and that was very embarrassing. Like, I've been, like, crushing up mitochondria and, like, spilling the contents of the organelles and just, like, nom, nom, nom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yummy. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh dear. Poor mitochondria. Poor mitochondria. It's okay. You're eating lots of mitochondria right now. Wow. Way to go kill the vibe. <laughs> Wait, did I say crushing over mitochondria and eating the organelles? That makes no sense. Mitochondria are the organelles. What's going on to my degree, Tan? <laughs> I'm not I'm not so I'm not saying You've been out of the game too long, Savannah. This is the problem. I know what's going on. I meant cells. If anyone's actually listening to this, I meant cells. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you've prefaced that with "if anyone is actually listening." <laughs> Tragic. I know. What's your advice, Tan? Have you ever made a vegetable cake? I I have made a vegetable cake. I've only ever made one vegetable cake, and I'm sad to say it was a carrot cake. Basic. Basic. <laughs> no, but I'm even sadder to say. I forgot to put the carrots in it. No! Until I realised halfway through cooking it. And so I sprinkled the carrots on the top and tried to mix it into the half-cooked batter. And it came out of the oven. And it was a mangled mess that was cut on the outside, raw in the middle. And then when I came to make the cream cheese icing, I realised I'd put the butter in the cake and left the oil out. So it was like... A buttery, carrotless-ish, <laughs> carrot cake mangled mess that was unedible. That's the worst thing I've ever had. 
How old were you? Um, I I um I I was um fifteen. <laughs> that's that's acceptable. I thought you were going to say twenty, and then I would have like left recording. Um, <laughs> that's all right. I can practice for my twentieth edition solo co-hosting podcast. Yeah, please. I'll be asking you about it and expecting positive results. Or at oh, least remember the carrot inside. Oh, my Lord. I've never made a character since. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine why. Um, <laughs> did you eat it? I tried. Um, yep. Didn't go well. Nope. No. Nope. My advice is don't make cakes with vegetables in. They're not worth it. Bad advice. I'm overruling you because <laughs> I win in the fight, remember? Overruled. Ooh. Do it. Ooh. <laughs> Beef. Beef. Um, question three from Person Three. Any advice to people hoping to launch their own podcast slash blog slash public creative endeavor? See, I have the perfect piece of advice for this. All you 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 need three things. You need hmm. a software that will allow you to do such a thing. You need a friend that will suggest the idea, bully you into it, and then rule over your life by... I'm sorry, bullying. We literally had this argument like a few episodes ago. I did not bully you. I literally found the message. <laughs> I was, you were like, what does this involve? I said, you were like, yeah, let's do it. I maintain. I maintain. And uh, number three of the things that you need is you need a cracking sense of humour, possibly worded as banging personality hate you (laughs) (laughs) and that is all you need the rest is history and if you are yeah (laughs) i i I, pretty much covered everything you're right that's that's what we have and it's the magic formula to this only last week getting into double digit listening so big big for us from our (laughs) one (laughs) You know what though? That that is an absolute rise to fame because to go from one listener to to over ten, come on, that's a comeback. Yeah. Well, it was ten, but like, yeah. It's still a comeback. Yeah. No, huge comeback. I agree. Thank you. Thank you, Anderson. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Again. Yeah. I felt like I was going to add something. Yeah. So all of that is so true. Um. I think you need like another podcast in like a similar kind of category to the one you want to do, which is just like generally worse. So like, we could be that for you. So if you're thinking of doing it, do it. Like it's got to be better than Tarnatha and Savannah Ethel's one, right? Yeah. Which, do you know what? Probably not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> Look, Tarn's dog agrees. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. All right. Question Pardon? four. That was quite a civilized. Sorry, person four. Person four. Hello, person four. Hello. Person four is asking for Savannah Ethel, I'm guessing, from your, and I quote, vast experiences of what not to do from her youth. This person was hmm. Cindy's survival guide. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what they're um, referring to about my youth was um, approximately month we are now july this was mid-february 
my math is really dodgy now. Is that six and a half months? Um, February's month. No, five and a half months. Five and a half yeah. months. Uh, four and a mm. half. If it's halfway through February. Is it four and a half? Really? Two and a half. Because then we're in month seven. Four and a half. Five and a half. No, because if you do two and a half plus five, that's seven and a half. And then if you plus the half, then that's eight. Yeah, but we're at the end of July. Okay. I I doesn't I matter. Bow down to your superior knowledge of the month system. Yeah. I was still in my youth. I had not yet turned 20. I didn't know what life was. I didn't know that Cindy's was in fact cesspool of danger, betrayal, and just Drama. everything bad in the world. Yeah. Networking. Anyway, um, and what <laughs> happened was innocently dancing with my pals, you know, pounding to the music, etc., etc. Just had a formal at Sydney, vibes, people, just like celebrating Cindy's before that Saturday, no, that Friday, having a tournament. Uh, and alas, some glass managed to enter my foot, well, my toe, and uh, I was not able to go to the tournament so cindy's survival guide step one wear like concrete clad shoes no glasses entering through concrete won't happen better yet diamonds nothing's going to get through diamonds diamonds also it shows you're like really cool and like people would want to network with you so like it's a double bonus um step two don't actually dance like why would anyone do that just like go outside no network that's what cindy's is there for uh and if you don't go on the dance floor you're not going to be stepping on any bk glass bottles you're not going to be injuring yourself and step three um just don't get into cindy's then you won't get any hazardous bk bottles like in the vicinity because no one really drinks bks otherwise um although life is also quite dangerous for bk bottles um so yeah Wow. Good luck. That that really a well a well developed and thought out plan. How how long have you Thank been you. um thinking about that one? Well, I'd love to say I've like sent it off for publishing to like be made into a book to hand it out to freshers and like a fair. Um but no, that just came out of my head just now. That that is incredible. I back it. Just got real creative mind. I back it. Yes. So I hope that helped person number four. Stay safe. We love our youth to stay safe. Yeah. Learn from my mistake. There you go. You heard it here first. Yeah. Don't wear thin trainers. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh dear. Okay, we're on to person number five who asks, question one, I have an insatiable need in capital letters for Noah Centineo. What should I do? Tom. You know what? Savannah Savannah Ethel. Wow. Wow. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this is a problem that I myself many many a time Good. and I have one surefire way of of sorting out firstly you follow him on Instagram because then you mm. he's there and then secondly mm. you just McLaren to distract you <laughs> and that is how you do it 
<laughs> Did it work for you, Tom? Do you know what? It actually kind kind of. It was a bittersweet thing because like he was he was there for the film and you know he was great and he was lovely, but he's just not real and Noah Centineo is real and you just can't fight that. So I've gone back to mm. following on Instagram and seeing my feed being blessed by his beautiful face and lovely smile and brilliant humour. So there you go. Yeah. Good advice. Good advice for an old woman who has suffered. Yeah. Just, you know, mm. binge watch the show. Mm. What can I say? Yeah. So um, I actually... I've also had this um, in problem. Um, now, the way that I and a, a certain, not naming any names, of course, uh, fellow podcast maker yes. uh, have started doing yeah. is just having a weekly Noah Centineo film watching. Thing. That's a good idea. It's just like let out all of our like thoughts, just like concentrated on yeah. just one evening yeah. a week, you know? Yeah. Reasonable amounts of time. Um, but I think important things to remember is if you follow him on Instagram, he's slightly bonkers um, <laughs> in a really adorable, lovely way. Also, just enough for you to be like, just a little bit like, oh, here's a bit bonkers. That's assuming that you're not equally slash more bonkers than him, which is highly probable. That's true. That is highly probable, but point is, he isn't. He's not the Peter Kavinsky. Which do we know and love him anymore after watching? P.S. I still love you. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie, and especially reading the book. I'm not a fan. I'm not no, a fan of Kavinsky. but yeah, but he isn't Kavinsky. He's no sense. No, um, just shaved his hair off back in the day. Like, come on. Yeah, I mean, he was a trendsetter. He he did the lockdown haircut before lockdown he was even in our minds. Maybe he started it. Maybe he knew. Maybe the coronavirus was engineered by Noah Centineo just to popularise his buzz cut. Yeah, I'm just writing that down. Maybe the virus was engineered <laughs> by Noah Centineo. I mean, what? To what? To popularise his buzz? That conspiracy. Mm. We had the Chinese, we had the Pangolin. We had the 5G. We had the research lab that leaked it. Where was Noah Centineo in this thing? You know, he is he is perfectly thought up this this beautiful plan where he yeah. has created on everything but himself. Like he's not even in the equation mm. for so many people, but I see through it. That's why you got into Cambridge, Tom. It's lateral thinking. Yeah. May also yeah. buy one of my yeah. 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 Maybe that's why this, you know, this slight vibe of like him being a bit bonkers. Maybe it's because he started a worldwide pandemic. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's dealing with the guilt and it's manifesting in crazy outbursts of bonkerness. Okay. I think we've sorted that out. We've turned him into like amazing guy into a possible killer of thousands cool cool cool, cool. next cool. next question mm-hmm. i live in brayside and i wish i were a part of i staircase 
clearly the littest staircase of them all. And that is coming from the wonderful question five, person five. This wasn't, these are not my words. These are all person five's words. Littest staircase of them all. That's right. Should I drop out of <laughs> because of the all-consuming desire? Well, like, firstly, like, before I answer that, like, that no part of that was incorrect. Like, you're completely right. Everyone wishes to be part of Ice Staircase. The freshers, which will be coming into Ice Staircase next year, like, don't understand, like, what honour they've been graced with. Fortune of the gods, some may say. Yeah. Um, and it is, of course, the little staircase of them all. Like, we actually call it the Itis staircase of them all because, like, I is for Itis. Um, inspirational. Inspirational, but I th- I'd say Itis, um, which is awesome. Um, now, should you drop out of uni because of these very, very true facts? Um, I'd say uni is a bit extreme. I think, like, the compromise should be just drop out of Clare, move to another college where the ice staircase is, like, a dungeon and horrible, and then, like, you'll feel a bit better. Yes. I, I see that as, like, a similar a similar answer to the Noah Centenary stuff, you know. you just got to kind of, mm. you know make associate ice staircase with negative things yeah yeah that's yeah. the only way to get Good over stuff. it you knew you want to keep the same yeah Q3. question uh, question three from person five i'm jealous of your lovely friendship how can i be part of your trio wow i mean this is a very very difficult question to answer because we did not enter this friendship in a conventional way this no, we did not. was very much thrust upon us in traumatic circumstances when the end was nigh and everything looked bleak. And I have to say, all, all you really need to do is to be entered into bleak circumstances at the same time as both of us and to actually be exactly the same person as us as well. You know, you gotta love, mm. gotta love um, stalking people on Facebook profusely, obscure sports mm. that no one has really ever heard about or is interested in, and mm. um, yeah, just be a bit of a science nerd. To be honest, I'd say that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah, that's just us, really. Mm. Um, like making podcasts. Yeah, uh, no sense, no. No, mm. no. yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only thing yeah. I say is I would like a fellow animal lover because you know Savannah's lack of interest in animals is just it's it's wearing thin. This is true, and I'd like someone who's more dark. Like Tan's just too nice, and like has too many friends. You know, she needs to really like be more selective. <laughs> oh dear! So there you go. If you think you fit all of those criteria, send us a DM get involved yeah just is for just private message us we're happy to take inquiries uh we want a cover letter and a full cv please yeah and we want minimum of 20 years experience of life on this path because you know some of us in this partnership has a real issue with age (laughs) 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 yeah yes she does yes she does and she stands by that and doesn't think that's an illogical thing to have an issue with anyway let's move on to (laughs) person six swiftly moving on 
Um, and it is you asking the question. It is indeed. I'm making my parents a meal to say thank you for supporting me through everything. I've got a starter of bruschetta and a main of classic uni alla pasta, but I am stuck on the dessert. Do you have any recommendations? Brackets. Apart from meringue, that is so boring. Cry. Does it say cry? I added the cry for dramatic effect. Oh, well done. It really added to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, firstly, I can't really relate because the bruschetta... Wait, is bruschetta the bread? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, no, then I can relate. And a classic of uni a pasta. That's so beautiful, by the way, that you're making a meal. Um, I'm glad you agree that meringue is boring. Like, yes. Well, I do recommend beetroot cake. Honestly, it's the most earthy, lovely cake. It looks amazing. It's kind of healthy. It's just incredible. Um, I made a mug cake, I think, was it yesterday? No, the day before for my mum and brother. And they said it was nice. Quite easy. Not very healthy. Um, I'm trying to think, what else have I made recently? Hmm. Mm. Yeah, don't don't make biscuits. Is it not good? Well, I just got really angry because, like, I didn't put enough. I think I told you I didn't put enough like icing in like the piping bag. It was oh, yeah. a plastic <laughs> piping bag, and I just got really angry. <laughs> so, like, don't do it, kids. As a, as a grandmother who's made many hundreds of biscuits for my grandchildren so that they could go to school happy. Like, what's your teeth? Go. My teeth are yellow now. Don't do it. Um, don't do it, kids. Um, why do they need the dessert? Maybe you are the dessert because you're so sweet. Say that to your parents. There you go. I like that. I like that a lot. Hmm. What do you say, Tom? So my dessert options, first of all, Ouch. Second of all, meringue doesn't have to be boring. Why don't you spice it up? Add some, crush it up, add some syrup, add some berries, add some cream, eat and mess. Or, you know, I'm not going to launch into the rant of how diverse meringue is because, you know, you can listen to our previous podcast to hear all of the amazing recipe suggestions that involve a meringue and are not boring. But basically my dessert recommendations our meringue because meringue is not boring and you will prove yourself wrong by creating the most delicious dessert you've ever tasted and it will include meringue moving on see if i could cut you out i would have cut you out as soon as you started defending if i could so. <laughs> i don't anyway this hate is coming from it's we're not going to get into it again like we could have a whole podcast where we just argue but about this yeah. but this is our how can you help we can sort out our differences later Okay, question two. I have this friend called Stacey, right? And her mom is really fit, but I don't know if she's off limits. I've been friends with Stacey since nursery and I've been mowing her lawn for her as long as I can remember. Anyway, her mom went on a business trip to Spain and now she has to quarantine for two weeks. I don't know how I will cope not seeing her for so long. She just looks so fit in just a mask. I can't cope. Got any words of wisdom? Wow. I mean... If Stacey's mum has got it going on, mm. you got to, I think, first of all, talk to Stacey about this. You know, get her to see that Stacey isn't, might not be the girl for you, but you know, her mum is, right? So get her, get her to, and 
I say once Stacey's given you the all clear, obviously wait the two weeks. Make sure Rona is out the question because, you know, you don't, you don't want any girl with Rona. It's not, not a good idea. You don't want any guys with Rona either, you mm. know. Mm, so, yeah, I say, do you know what? Shoot your shot. Shoot your shot. If 2020 is the year for anything, it should be for mm. Mm. Not that I'm shooting my... Um, I'm going to... I'm gonna go down a yeah. I'm gonna go down a different route. Um, and this go this goes back to my age issue. No, just no. Don't shoot your shot. Get a grip. It's weird. Think of the different life experiences you've had. How could I, an 150 year old auntie, agony aunt, if you will, be with someone who's only 20 and like has had no life experience it makes no sense it's inconceivable so no no young man slash woman oh fair play Mm. there you go so which i think it's time for oh sorry sorry no, go on, go on. Please, please, no, no, no. Uh, it was it was the subsequent person. Please, please, Aunt Arnatha. I was just going to say, you know, you've got two very contrasting opinions there. So, suits your argument. Roll with it. You can either agree with me, mm. or you can agree with Sav and Ethel. But just remember who would win in a fight, and therefore who you should trust. Yeah, shoot your shot. Mm. <laughs> no shield sure shot. Wait, what? Why am I agreeing with you? Oh. Oh. See, we're winning. <laughs> Mind game. There we go. Okay, person seven, and this is one of my favorite questions. I'd say. Okay, so I have begun to really worry about a few of friends of mine. Some weird lockdown, and it's gotten to a point where I feel I need to intervene, as they have now created alter egos pretending to be pensioners. Is this just a phase that I should let them push through, or should I say something? And if so, what? Wow, that must be so traumatic. Mm, this is serious. Yeah. yeah, this is our first real, like, serious question. I'd say. Yeah, I feel like we should consider the 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 uh, like opinions we give because this this is very important. Yeah. What would your okay? Let's just let's just I don't know. Let's just start by like thinking about like why have they done this? Maybe they feel like they they really have a mind of old age, and they they just want to like give their wisdom. Mm. Um, and honestly, like that is quite weird. I think I think you should like don't let them push through. You should say something to them. What do you think, Tan? This is quite serious. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, there's got to be some serious background stuff going on in their lives for them to behave in such a strange way I mean gosh they sound very troubled and like they they help so yeah I'd say reach out be a listening ear and and help them to see maybe go with some Werther's originals just to soften the blow a little bit um offer to brush their dentures they they they'll love that and then yeah yeah I'd say reason with them try and get them to see see this for what it is Mm. I think maybe because like we we are like wise people we really are so maybe they should like contact us like we can give you advice okay yeah yeah definitely definitely send them our way for sure yeah 
So it's I is four, remember I is four. So make it really clear what your inquiry is, whether you want to be part of our trio or whether you're seeking help for pretending to be an, a pensioner, okay? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Great. Thank, thank you for, yeah. like, listening with us. Like, we're, so, we're so happy to help. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Okay, mm. person number eight. Question eight, question eight, question eight. Um, is this me? It is indeed. It is me. Tan, one word, one answer. What is the meaning of life? Oh, that's a very tough question. I've got two answers that I could possibly give. Um, and I'm going to go for my unwholesome answer. And that is gin. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What about you, Savan Ethel? Um, I thought you had two answers. I, What's your other would one? Would you like my wholesome answer as well? Yeah, I'd love your wholesome answer. My wholesome answer is animals because they are oh. oh i wish i didn't ask now i don't even um appropriate for this question whether that will answer mm. but you know life so yeah i'm going to do my answer in view of what the next question is because mm. i feel like that would really link it and we love linking stuff together we do so my answer was the meaning of life capitalism Oof. What's question two? Question two, quite appropriately, is how to defeat capitalism? Well, thanks for leading on so well, Tan. Um, I'd say you just declare that it's not the meaning of life and then everyone will be like, well, what's the point of it anyway? And then it'll just end. Except you've done the exact opposite with that. It's a paradox. You know, paradoxes break everything. It's like an infinite loop. That means the whole like system crashes and then it ends. That's the end of capitalism. Aza, there you go. Incredible. Mm. You've mm. done it. Mm, thanks. Do you have an alternative solution? To defeating capitalism? Mm-hmm. Um, I think we should... When are trying to be annoying capitalists, you can just throw the eggs at them instead. And then they'll be broken, so it's not even useful for them. Boom. Death of capitalism. Oof. Oof, I like that. I like the hidden hidden message there. That's nice. There you go. That's how you do it. Cool. Question three. Yeah. Question three. I think this is really deep, actually. It is. Does being an agony aunt mean you're an agony? Do you know what? This is. I quite like this question because it's getting to the root of all of all of our problems. It's diving deep, and mm. you know what? I'm going to say yes, and this is my reason. I am an agony aunt. Purely because I am doing this podcast, right? Without this podcast, I probably wouldn't be an agony aunt. And I'm doing this podcast because I'm friends with you. And so if I wasn't friends with you, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I wouldn't be an agony aunt. And being friends with you is agony. So therefore, I am in agony. That's the worst piece of logic <laughs> I've ever heard. It's better than your Savannah logic. My Savannah logic has no floor that has many flaws <laughs> if your floor is that being friends with you isn't agony i mean honey you're wrong name one instance when it was an agony to be friends with me when you woke minnie and dan up at 6 a.m to take you to a e for your cup yeah, well, it was an agony for them it wasn't an agony for you well, you didn't specify so therefore friends with <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fine. What would um, this question be? 
Um, I don't know. Does that mean you're in agony? Well, I, I was. There was a brief moment a few days ago when I was. Um, I came back to my room. It was a very windy day. My window was open. Wind billowing into my room. And I saw, so my cactus has its own pot. And it also has um, like a blue like outer pot thing, which is quite loose. Now, I just don't water my cacti. So they've not had water for literally years. Uh, the, the soil... Yeah, it's not good. The soil's completely dry and like it can come out of the pot with the roots. Um <laughs> came back to my room. Ooh, all that was there was the blue outer pot. Um and then I looked down out of my first floor window and lo and behold was the corpse of my cactus with the pot. So my cactus had made a jump for it. No. Um and I was in agony. Yeah. There you go. So yes, I think that's a unanimous decision of yes, yes, being an agony art means you ha- you are an agony. And I cause agony to others, which is like the true agonist. There you go. And well, antagonist, not agonist. Um, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My mind just fizzled it's, it's late. It's, I mean, us agony aunts, we're old ladies. We normally go to bed at 6pm. You know, this this is late for us, so... Yeah, six is even late. I'd say, like, before midday. (laughs) Oh, dear. There you go. Gosh. No. Right. Human being number nine. Mm. This this is a very important question. This this challenges lots of relationships, I'm sure. Question one. Mm. I've accidentally sent my college brother too many X's on the end of my text. I can't get the message back. Do I style it out? Or do I frantically apologise and then blame his ex? Right, someone with absolutely zero experience having ever done that. <laughs> like, all I can say is, like, my best guess. Um, like, I think the second option of the frantic apology and blaming his ex is, like, a really solid move. And I rate that. I back that. Do it. I think it's a very valid way. And honestly, if that's the truth, that's the truth. Um... I think the real problem is there's too many X's. Like, what's too many? I think once you put one, then, like, you're down that road anyway. Um, unless you do, like, a classic tarn, which is, like, at least four. <laughs> then then the, maybe then you're on, like, the sarcasm route. Um, so if you have a better excuse, like, oh, like, I don't know, my hand tripped, um, <laughs> use that. Um, but to be honest... Hopefully he does have a frantic, not frantic ex, an ex which does a lot of exes, which, like, knowing all college brothers out there, they probably do. Um, so, yeah, I say blame it. Blame it on the ex. Wow. Fun. That... You know what? I, I'm going to challenge this question at its core. And I'm going to I'm gonna say, how many exes is too many? There are, there are no too many. Like, yeah, I agree. No, 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 I do not agree. What? Fill the whole screen with X's. Like, own it. Own it. Live your life. Live your best love-giving life and just chuck them on there. Wow. So disguise the mistake by just, like, overloading. Yeah. Yeah. You send two once and, you know, the next time send 50. And then the next time after that... Just- <laughs> Only send X's. Answer your texts in word length 
but every letter is replaced by X's. <laughs> I mean, I develop a whole code, so like every letter is now a number of X's. <laughs> there you go. Forget dots and dashes. We're on the X code. Amazing. Wow, I think we answered that question very fairly. Yes. Um, I have slashed my toe in Cindy's and it is currently bleeding dramatically. Do I ignore the pain and continue clubbing, waiting for 6am before seeking medical attention? Do you know what? This, this, I'm surprised this scenario hasn't been discussed already. You know, we've waited until person nine to discuss it. That's shocking. This, this is a very yeah. problem. And do you know what? Common. As as someone studying a a caring medical profession, I I'm gonna have to say no. Only psychopaths do that. Don't don't ignore the pain. <laughs> don't put your fun before your physical well being or your mental well being. You know, prioritize the blood gushing from your toe because you know the human body only has so many pints of blood, and before you know it, they're on the floor of Cindy's, and you're a dried <laughs> husk that's drier than Savannah's cactus. <laughs> the attention Savannah wow. what do you do my darling um, well actually I have a case study for this so a very good friend of mine actually had this happen to her she's a really what? wise person really giving she really like really likes animals um, has a really normal like sense of um, of cake flavours and stuff anyway sorry that's just me going on like a rant about how much she's amazing um <laughs> So what happened to her was she did actually slash her toe at Cindy's and it was bleeding dramatically. There was a puddle of blood. I saw it. It was very, very majestic, some would say. Wow. Um, you know, strobe lighting, etc. Incredible. Um, yeah, it was good. Not good, but, mm, you know. Um, and she, she didn't ignore the pain. Like, she was telling me after, she didn't ignore the pain. She just didn't feel the pain. Wow. Right? She just didn't feel the pain. Um, because well, because it was a Cindy's night, and what are you at Cindy's night time? I am very sensible and logical and calm. Well, that happens only if if you drink nothing. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> anyway, um, now here's where here's where the story goes off my case study because my case study she didn't continue clubbing. She immediately hobbled to the side and was cared to by the lovely Cindy's peeps um and uh got a piggyback half the way back she left straight away after medical attention um and didn't think it was too bad to give her no credit I guess um and when she did seek medical attention it was not 6am uh 6am was when she woke up in an absolute state broke down and started crying no 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 she she seeks medical attention um, at about I think seven thirty or so is when she got got the ambulance not the ambulance <laughs> too dramatic um, got the taxi to to any so um, so don't ignore the pain um, and don't continue clubbing I'd say order a helicopter ambulance and just live it out in style become like a Cindy's icon incredible advice. I love it. Thanks. So hopefully this will never happen to you, little little people. Uh, be safe, kids. Be safe. Yes, please. N- not that anyone will be at Cindy's, so like this won't be a problem. No. Be like... Okay. 
social distance. One anyway. coronavirus has brought us mm. the lack of toast. Stuff. Okay, Q3. Question three. Fuck, marry, kill. Barry the porter. And the colony cat. Okay, so not that not that this would be a, a problem anyway, but the only thing which doesn't like turn super weird would be killing the have to kill the cat. But I'd still do that anyway, so bye colony cat. Oh. Um thing is if I marry David Attenborough now, then it would just be for the money. Because like he's quite old, and so it looked dodgy. He's above your age range, though. <laughs> I mean, they're both above my age range. By this point, like, we're, we're well beyond, so, like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'd marry David Attenborough just so that my children would be famous and happy. Fair play. Fair play. Yeah, what would you do, Tom? I mean, it is, it, is, it is a very difficult one because I feel like there's no right answer here. Which therefore means there's no wrong answer. Bonus. But yeah, I, I know what you mean. I think I think I might have to marry Barry purely because that guy, not only is he lovely, but he also has a constant supply of chocolate biscuits, and that is something I can get behind. True. Um and yeah, you know, it's a tough one between between killing the cat and killing David Attenborough because David Attenborough is a national treasure and global icon. And the colony cat is a Claire treasure and a cat. And it's just it's just a very difficult question. One I wish person number nine had possibly not submitted. So whoever person number nine, mm-hmm. that's that's rude, really. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think do you know what? In I've I've taken an oath to do no harm. That's in you you're gonna have to go. Wow, heard it here first. Tarn wants to murder David Attenborough. <laughs> okay. it, this is how I get arrested, isn't it? I'm going to get arrested for an agony aunt question that I have had to answer. Shocking. You didn't have to answer. You didn't take an oath of like having to answer every question. Well, you should have told me that before I answered the question. <laughs> I wanted you to answer it. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, let's hope question number, well, person number 10 has some more acceptable questions. I think they do. So question number one, is it acceptable to dress in ball gowns for the rest of your life? Asking for a friend, dot, dot, dot. Do you know what? As someone who consistently overdresses to every single event I have possibly ever been to, yes, yes, it is totally acceptable. Do that 100%. Mm -hmm. As long as you can afford such a lifestyle. I would highly recommend. Mm. Well, nice unambiguous answer. There you go. What would we you like? Unambiguous answers. So, if anyone listening has to write unambiguous answers, please don't. It's annoying. <laughs> Not at all targeted. Okay. Ouch. Um. Yeah, I like ball gowns. It depends what kind of style ball gowns you're going for. Because if you went for like a 50s ball gown, that seems quite unsustainable because they're like really big. Yeah. 
Um, I guess like more of the modern day ball gowns now, like, or maybe if you went jumpsuit, that's a good compromise. Oh, I like. Sorry, a ball gown there. Mm, Possibly. Yeah. I don't know. It depends on the like standard and the agginess of the host. Agginess of the host. Like no one's ever going to ban it. No, but they could kick you out of the ball for not being dressed appropriately. Does that happen to you, Tan? No, because like I said, I was overdressed. <laughs> I feel like maybe that, that stems from like a traumatic kicking out of a ball. I, I, I kind of wish it was just so I could say that I wasn't always like this, but I'm sorry I was born this way. <laughs> oh, you were born this way. I'm sure that's what Lady Gaga was going on about. There you go. Exactly what she's talking um. about. <laughs> um, yeah. Quite a, quite a niche question, but we love that. You do you. Yeah, you go, person 10. Yeah, you go. Question two. One of my favourite questions submitted. Who mm. is Savannah or Segev? Right, now this has been a question which has been argued for many years at my school. Um, that's a lie, it has not. It's always unanimously been, if ever asked. Segev, if we're talking academically... Um, he beat me at pretty much everything uh, academically. I don't remember a time when I ever beat him. He did better than me at biology A-level, whereas I'm doing the biology degree and he is doing um, maths. Uh, I also thought that I was miserable after my interview, partially because I was like, oh, if Sagaf had done my interview, he would have done so well. And I stand by that. He would have. It would have been easy for him. Um but that's that's just thinking academically. If we talk about other sides, like Sagev is still better than me. He is a full blue. I'm a half blue. He is quite tall. I'm not. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other good stuff he's done. Um, um, he's had fun in a pyjamas at a club. I have not. So... I'd say on all grounds, apart from like who does better podcasts, he does none. I'd say Segev is better. Wow. See, I think person number 10, what, what this person was really getting at here was putting this to bed once and for all, drawing a line under it. But actually, hmm. it's going to be difficult because do you know what? I, I, I'm a fence sitter on one side. Really? On one side, I have my best friend. And on the other side, I have my podcast co-host. Yeah. And do you know what? It's it's so difficult because, you know, we got a, we got a B-knock slash number three B-knock on one side. And we have someone who slashes her toes and Cindy's on the other. I mean, I, I just, I don't know how you compare those people and say that one is better than the other. You feel I me? think you're wrong. It's toe, not toes. That would be savage <laughs> if I did both. But anyway, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I mean, as someone who has known Savannah for longer than Segev, my my loyalties they have to lie lie with them. Um, Segev. <laughs> I was gonna say if the only reason like you you choose me is because we're <laughs> we've known each other longer, then that's a bit sad. But I'm glad you went for Segev. <laughs> still um great no <laughs> so I love both you. aunts <laughs> with our last age 
agree that Segev is superior. Sure. Question three. You had to choose one person from Ice Staircase Attics to kick out. Who would it be and who would you replace them with? Ooh, beefy. Do you know what? I'm going to choose Dan. As an honorary member of Ice Staircase, do you know what? I'm saying enough is enough for him. He has <laughs> weaseled his way into our space, into our lives. And he is just, he's quite honestly parasiting. Parasiting, is that a word? No. No, didn't think it was. He is being a parasite <laughs> to our staircase, leeching the life from it. One ginger joke after another. One left-handed quip after another. One mildly political t-shirt after another. And I say enough is enough. He isn't a member of our staircase, technically. him. He isn't a member of our staircase. See, this is the thing. It's been so long and it's been so traumatic. I, I no longer know the difference. I see. Wow. That's bad. Who would you replace him with? See, this is this is also a good question because, do you know, Liam already lives in Ice Staircase, so I can't even switch out one of Minnie's love interests for another. <laughs> so I'm going to have to think of someone completely different. And given that most of our other friends come in pairs, this is quite a difficult question because you can't have Katie without Isha. That's just that's just against the laws of nature. And you can't have without Annabelle because also like physics would crumble biology would cry and chemistry would just hide in a cave so i'm gonna have to go for someone fiercely independent and also a lover of mem staircase mem mem court it's too late my brain's gone to mush i'm gonna have to (laughs) kick out dan and welcome alex cute have my college husband close to me there you go. On a small sad group, I'm afraid. Um, Tan, I'm sorry you're out. Um, better my chances because I'm replacing you with Noah Centineo. Wow. Wow. Do you know what? I'm not even angry. I, I would do the same. If... if you didn't, though, did you? No, I didn't. I really didn't. Mm. I'm jealous. Lost a, I'm jealous lost a chance with him. I really did. Do you know what? Mm. 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 Thanks. I have your blessing then. Yes. Yes. You. My bags immediately. Oh, thanks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay. Question number eleven. Is it okay to engage in intra-team romance? So we're saying within the same team, right? Yes, yes, that is what we are saying. I think if it doesn't cause, like, the inner core of your team to crumble and, like, Cambridge sport or whatever sport to just, like, stop existing because of what you do, then I'd say still yes, do it. Love is love. Sport is sport. (laughs) I love that. That's such a positive and beautiful message. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering. 
is that from personal experience or is this just you know you being really positive and motivational all of a sudden um one who hasn't crushed a sports team yet from this yet? you know i'm still holding out i'm still holding out for third year you know i could do some crushing. I know, high hopes, um, high ambitions. High ambitions. I think I could, especially with the captain role. Like, oh, that is like, true. Even if I don't do anything myself, I could manoeuvre it so that people are playing each other where, like, deathly romances, etc. Um, I would never do such a thing. Tom? interesting question and one that I'm sure many people have have encountered and have battled throughout the many years you know we won't be the first Mm. we won't be the last to contemplate this question and you know what no I think I think what you what the point you raised is a very good one I think if it's within your um what am I trying to say here I think if the person fits your and you genuinely have a connection and it's going well, I don't think you should let a team come in your way. Obviously, the team has to be a high priority because, you know, you've got to have that team spirit you got to fight for your sport. you got to, you know, you got to do all those things. Don't let that stand in the way of your happiness. Oh, both really positive, deep answers. There you go. How nice. Yeah. Oh, maybe old ladies do have a heart. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Nice. That was very Okay. Yeah, unlike us. Let's like bring it back. Let's bring it back. Come on, question two. I've always struggled with biology of disease at CAM and have never actually understood what atherosclerosis is. Please can one of you old ladies, one of you definitely must have it by now, explain the process. XX. Wow. Atherosclerosis. Do you know what? Do you know what actually gets me about atherosclerosis specifically, right? We, We had... Um, a lecture on it as part of our um, lecture series with like heart disease and stuff um, and it was a shared one with the medics and the Natsuki so you know we, we sat there we were optimistic young vets ready to learn and um, I did a, one of my friends did a bit of googling and it doesn't actually affect animals all that much it's a very <laughs> rare, rare <laughs> and we and we were left on it like so much like so so much and I was literally just sat there and I was like oh my lord I'm gonna see this maybe once in practice once and I get that it's a really important disease for humans and it's a really important process that we should know but but once Savannah yeah but that once could be very important it could save a life I mean that is very true and that is very true and for that I'm not yeah, is it not worth learning about it just to save that one life that could bring such happiness to its owners maybe that one saved animal could save the life of the owners maybe those owners could grow to like get old and reproduce and have many children and be happy and then you've basically 
secure the dynasty, Tan. The dynasty. Wow. I mean, that owner wouldn't be you, though, would it, Savannah? Because you don't get happiness from pets. That's true. <laughs> Not arguing with that. Well, there you go. But yeah, so um, atherosclerosis. Interesting process. This is the one that occurs only in the intima of the blood vessel, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. So basically, you know what? It's one of those things that you you think you know, and then you try and explain it to someone, and you realise you just don't. <laughs> Yep. I used to know this. Yeah. What? See, I had the same problem. So I've I choose for a bunch of people. Yeah. And two of them have asked me for some reason it's in the A level course worrying me. Yeah. They're like, what's atherosclerosis? What's myocardial infarction? What's thrombosis? Yeah. And I'm like, oh yeah, like Yeah. I've done I've done a Cambridge second year like work on this I answered exam questions on this like I should know what this is yeah and the first time I had to do it it was a mess I was like right let me read up about it and I'll tell you about it next week yeah even then it was quite messy so by my third attempt I kind of got it okay but like it's hard like you think you know what it is but then what is it what actually causes it it's hard gosh I mean I know that it goes from is it dots to fatty streaks and then is it fatty gosh See, this is the problem. I've got exams in a month and a half on this stuff, and I know nothing. Yeah, I got my results today, actually, on board. Ooh, how'd it go? Are you happy? Um, I mean, not atrociously, but not amazingly. It was very average, so... um, Okay, for a time, yeah. you were dealing with coronavirus and being more than two doors down from your favourite human being. You know, that's all that you can ask. You did your best and your best was good enough. So congrats to you. Thank you, Tyler. That's that's lovely of you, Tyler. You're welcome, Savannah. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your final answer? What is is atherosclerosis? Atherosclerosis is a disease which affects the intima of a major artery and causes the narrowing of the lumen of the artery by fatty deposits in the wall that is what i'm going with that sounded right to me um all i'm gonna add to that yeah is google it <laughs> I w- um i wish I'd stopped. nothing more to be said yeah <laughs> question three you're incredible <laughs> um question three i'm in pain i'm alone and everyone is laughing what do you do to cheer up Yeah, like, I feel you with that question. Like, whoever's had this, like, I've had this before. I think this is basically paraphrasing what I said once, or was thinking anyway. Um, and it's tough, don't get me wrong. Um, all I can advise is what I did in that situation when I was in pain from um, my toe. I was alone, because I was alone. And everyone was laughing. Yeah, next door to me, Minnie and Dan having a good laugh. In the jip, I could hear Tan and Liam having a good laugh, and it was very, it was very sad. Um, what did I do to cheer up? I fell asleep. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Thanks. Simple, effective. 
Yeah. And it, it worked. I felt better in the morning. There you go. It's on. It's on. See, this is this is an interesting scenario. Um I think in this in this case, whenever I've been sad and lonely and I can hear people laughing, I I have made myself a whopping great big bowl of pasta. I've crawled into bed at 10 p.m. and uh, I've watched Glee. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> yes, I'm shit. Did it work? But it worked. It worked. Yeah. So that is what I would recommend. Pesto, pasta and glee. So pasta, glee. If not, sleep. Good stuff. If not, sleep. Can't argue with that. Good stuff. Moving on. We're on our penultimate person. Um, greetings. Um, and I think it's me asking this and I think this is a serious one which we can really like put some effort into answering yeah. so yeah. I'm going into my final year of uni and have no idea what I want to do with my life help oh it stops there okay does it stop there I can't tell if the audio is just cut out I can't hear Savannah anymore Hello? Hello, okay, I can hear you. Oh no, I think it's because I locked my phone. I forget I shouldn't do that. That's okay. Wait. Where did it cut out? Help. Oh, <laughs> that's ironic. Um, help. Lots of my friends are staying for an extra year and I want to stay with them. But also don't want to waste the year and the money for a master's that is useless. What should I do? Please can my pseudonym be Bryn? Well, Bryn. This is a, a wonderful, deep question, one that we should take seriously. Uh, can we, particularly so in the position that I am, because I'm a hideously indecisive human being, as anyone who knows me will know. Um, but I've thankfully chosen a call. Um, but I know it's, it can be really difficult if you're not really sure and you've got this far. Um, and you know what? The best advice that I've been given that I continue to give to anyone who asks me about life decisions and stuff, uh, follow what you love. Like you can't go wrong if you just follow what you love doing. And it will also make what you're doing so much easier as well. Like you'll automatically do something you love because you want to invest the time and the energy into it. So if the master's is going to be something that will be on a subject that you really love studying, then go for it. You know, it's not a waste of money or a waste of a year if you're doing something you love enjoy, uh, you love doing and you'll get a master's out of it. So, you know, that's better than going into a job and kind of hating every second of it, being miserable and then realizing. And hopefully life finds a funny way of springing the perfect scenario on you and it may not sound like it or feel like it when you're on the way there but things I believe that things do happen for a reason so maybe while you're doing your master's you'll find something that you love and you'll find a job for that or maybe you'll leave me at the end of this and you'll go out into the world and in searching for a job you know you might find the perfect one or you 
facts that points you to and it might not be perfect to start with but you'll probably end up where you're meant to end up and finito I don't know, can you hear this, Dan? I can hear that. <laughs> well, that was really nice. That was so deep. I was actually listening to that as someone who has also I'm not quite had this problem, but mm. try to apply it to me, you know. Um, yeah, I think it's tough. It is tough. But, like, if you want to have a house or anything, you want to save that money, like, £20,000 is a lot of money, plus the interest. So... I don't think it's worth doing unless especially if you think the masters is useless Mm -hmm. um so I don't think you should do it unless it will be useful to you and obviously you should enjoy it but I think just to make like a a make sure what's the word a I can't remember the word like a, a to make sure that like this is definitely the correct decision you've got to spend your final year of uni losing every single friend you have so you have zero desire to stay for an extra year with them I love it that's my advice for you um and to be honest if this is who I think it is it's written it that shouldn't be easy for you I think you've lost most of your friends anyway without you knowing fair <laughs> yeah there you go Bryn I, I hope that, I hope that helps question. Bryn <laughs> take what you want from that should we do Bryn's question number two? Yeah. Lockdown has driven me to a degree of boredom that I have finally picked up origami as a hobby. Well, it was a hobby. By now, it can only be described as an addiction. Every person slash object I see, I'm majestic scared that my friends will no longer accept me. And I, I have also developed a crippling fear of scissors. Any advice for erasing this addiction and transitioning to the real? Should I embrace my newfound lifestyle? Wow, like, if this is this is still Bryn, I think. Bryn, yeah. this is amazing. I think that this is such an amazing hobby to have. Like, there's an origami. It must have originated from, like, hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. Like, old, old style. Mm-hmm. Old styles. Um I think that's a beautiful mind if you visualize things as a concoction of folded paper. But what a lovely line. Like, imagine if someone like asked you in an interview, like, what makes you different? You'd be like, well, right now I'm seeing you as like, and then just describe every single fold of their body. Like, wow. Um, Incredible. Uh, I think the crippling fear of scissors is a bigger problem. To be honest, maybe that's like a survival technique because like, scissors aren't really going to like, they're sharp blades. It's good to be scared. Maybe crippling's a bit far. Um, so erasing an addiction is difficult you can't just erase it with a sweep I think you've got to build it down so slowly 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 start like like lowering how much origami you do maybe like start drawing instead maybe like get rid of the paper supply you have maybe stop folding maybe like limit how many folds you do a day until eventually you have zero and all you just have a stack of paper you know um I think it's a great lifestyle to have but as long as you're healthy living your life in a good way I like that I like that a lot mm. Mm. Nice. what do you think yeah I think I think this is very difficult I also went through an origami phase I have to say it mm. wasn't anywhere near this serious um but it was a phase nice and you know what I think 
part of it part of the attraction of origami is the beautifully colored papers that you, you use to create lovely objects so i think maybe buy some paper, fold it into keep doing that you know whenever you have the urge to do origami just fold boring dull paper into squares and soon the appeal will just vanish you know mm. but don't worry mm. you're not alone lockdown lockdown yeah. affects everyone in different ways yeah i read a statistic i read a statistic actually that showed that over 70 percent of young people from the age of 18 to 21 have experienced um origami related um uh over compulsiveness yeah they just they just they... can't stop yeah mm. yeah it's mm. it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to do with thinking of DMs are always open if you want if you want some origami support. Yeah. Just make sure yeah. you're not accidentally but... lumped in with the applications for our friendship group and the and the worrying problems. Gosh, I still worry about those poor souls. I know, I know. Right, I think Bryn has one more question and then we're on. To yeah, the he does. And honestly, I don't really understand the question. So I don't know what I can say, but I think you do. So I think I'm addicted to TikToks of feet. When I see people throwing it back to Megan, the stallion, my eyes are fixated on the 10 digits on the floor. Is this normal? I'm be brutally honest with this one. No. No, it's really not. I think what you're experiencing is a foot fetish. And to be fair, foot fetishes are normal. That's that's unfair to say it's not. Foot fetishes are normal. Um, but I think most people when seeing the throwing it back TikToks don't look at the feet. Maybe you should acknowledge that, you know, this is this is what you're feeling and explore it in a safe and sensible way. Yeah. good advice yeah. um yeah what was I, I was going to say to be honest i think it's good if you're using if you're looking at tiktok as well um and not just origami so you go for it there you go Brit. widen those interests positivity look at what you want to look at mm -hmm. do it well to a certain extent anyway <laughs> um Thank you, Bren. Those were some really deep questions. Um, but I think yeah. we're moving on to the last one. And like, this does really seem like a, an agony aunt question that we could really help with. Oh, definitely. So, yeah. Okay. I think a friend of mine might be into me. She won't stop calling me this pet name. And she keeps trying to flirt with me. At least I think that's what she's doing. It's hard to tell. She's also nagging me to play increasingly obscure sports with her. And she even wants me to switch to the room next door to her. The thing is, she's far too forthright for me. And anyway, I'm already involved in one awful love triangle. So how can I let her know I'm not interested? Wow. These are pretty clear signs to me. Like, I don't even think it's... Um... At least I think that's what she's doing. She definitely is trying to flirt with you, whoever this is. Um, 
not ambiguous at all. We we hate ambiguity. Um, we do. We really do. Yeah, like even like we all know that playing squash is like basically a date. So increasingly obscure sports with with that person. Like wow, yeah, yeah, she's she's into you, um, person. Um, yeah, being too forthright that's such a like turn off. Definitely don't want that. Um, and I feel really sorry for you for being in love triangle. I'm sure it's very horrible. So I do know, however, one way which will for sure make sure that she knows you are not interested in her. And I can say with absolute certainty, the way of doing that is to say that you will turn up to her quiz and then not turn up. She will be in agony, nay, an agony aunt, and um, will forget about you in an instant. Wow, that's really good advice. Mm, I like yeah. that. Mm, thank you. Difficult. You don't want to hurt her. You do want to, you know, make part of this overly forthright, hideous form of flirting. Um, everyone. So yeah, it depends on on the an- angle that you want to go. I think you can either just sit her down and say, look, person whose name rhymes with Havana Unana. You just need to just <laughs> stop. Not interested. Way too complicated for you. Like, nah, just don't go there, hun. I'm not right for you. Please just go back to your obscure sports and leave me alone. <laughs> or if you save her feelings and, you know, be be gentle about it, you can say, Look, look, I'm I'm really sorry, but you know, this love triangle I'm in, I'm just I'm I've I've got too much drama going on and it would be unfair to drag you into that. And so I think you're better off without me. But you know, personal preference, whatever you prefer. Shut her down completely and crush her spirit. Or, you know, let her down gently. I think honestly it sounds very violent. <laughs> I mean, some you know, drastic times call for drastic measures. She's getting in like a fragile state, so. Oh, oh! If the if the flirting is anything that I could possibly imagine, that it would be, I don't think that girl's fragile in one bit. Well, okay, so it's pretty damning stuff for the person who rhymes with Havana and Anna. <laughs> um. I really hope that, that she's ready for this really, like, public, frankly, um, admission of, uh, of rejection. Um, and uh, hopefully she's got a strong strong constitution and will be able to bear the pain. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I feel I can just sense that this, this woman is very strong and independent and don't need no man. Yeah. So hopefully Don't she'll be able to Reach. 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 <laughs> I didn't think the the agony arts would end with that. <laughs> there you go. Empowered women. Yeah, we are. We lived through a lot. <laughs> Joe, we really have. <laughs> <laughs> Too much, some would say. Yeah. Um and we also like like old women um go through we just speak quite slowly we're on an hour 35 
I know. How has this happened? Do you think people are actually going to listen this far? If they are, like, yes, we respect you. And please tell us. Can you actually message yeah. us and say we actually listen to the entire thing? Because like, we would be really proud. Wait, DM us the code word pistachio if you have listened to this far. Because we... Oh, I like that. For our research, we would really love to know. Our DMs are going to be flat yeah. to this, Savannah. I mean, the first time that's happened ever. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, see, this is just a way of getting our phones to black so we feel popular. <laughs> Cry. Amazing. It's not the worst thing to to do. It's true. It's true. Um. But yeah, this has been interesting. I hope that we've been yeah. able to help some people with our agony aunting tonight. And if there's enough demand, I'm sure we can uh, do another one. Yeah. Set this one what? Split this one in two. So I've done half of it tonight and half of it a different night. Rather than an hour could do. five in one. Maybe is it ruining our flow? Like, I can't really tell. My friend, we've been very flowy tonight yeah oh well there you go okay so thanks for listening thank you for making it all of this way you deserve a gold medal (laughs) literally (laughs) this is like the length of a film you could have watched like two of the boys i've loved before in this time yeah and had a deep discussion about how amazing john ambrose mclaren is and noah centineo also is I mean, yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, no arguments there. That would have taken about the same duration, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Yeah, okay. Thanks for listening. We will let you listen to our words of wisdom and get our our beauty sleep before we are old. We are. And wrinkly. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm, Yeah. Right. Goodbye, bye, Tan. Bye, fellow auntie. Goodbye, Sabanethel, fellow auntie. Tarnitha, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> it has been, truly. Good night. Good night, everyone.